You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. I hope you're having a tremendous evening. This is halftime of the JR Sport Brief show. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for two more hours. We get started every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm coming to you live, live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm happy to be here with you. Yeah, you, everybody listening all over North America. You can always tune in. Listen to me carefully now. Listen. The free Odyssey app. Free. I say it all the time. People ask me, hey, JR, I missed the show. I missed an hour. I missed this. It's free. Cost you nothing. If you have a connection on a cell phone, that's not free. But get me app is. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Much love to everybody tuned in on our local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. And much love and thank you to all of the producers in those studios holding it down. Every place. I'm not going to start naming cities because people will text me and message me and go, hey, JR, what about me? Much love to you. Holding down on the overnights. I hope you're able to get some other work done at the same time. Anyway. You can always listen on Sirius XM channel 158. You can tune in on a smart speaker. All you have to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. You want to talk to us? It's simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. And if you want to find me online, I am at JR Sport Brief. And Shep, how can people get a hold of you online? What is it? At the Good Shepherd underscore JR. Because he's a good shepherd. Yeah, good shepherd underscore. Good stuff. It's been a busy day. We've talked about everything going on at the Combine. You know, Mike McCarthy is like, yeah, man, Kellen Moore was trying to score too many points. I've never heard that before in my life. The New York Jets are begging for a quarterback. Alvin Kamara pled not guilty to beating the living hell out of a guy in Vegas. Jalen Carter, he came down here to Georgia, went to Athens, uh, two misdemeanors for racing and reckless driving. He is back at the combine having his meetings, or at least he went back. Jerry Richardson, founding owner of the Carolina Panthers, he passed away. And then we talked about beef. Eric DaCosta, general manager of the Baltimore Ravens. Rashad Bateman, his wide receiver, beef. In a few minutes, we're going to talk about film beef. We're going to talk about fighting in a movie. We're going to talk about Creed, and you'll hear from Michael B. Jordan. We'll get to that momentarily. Let's talk about some real beef. Eric DaCosta was asked about the wide receiving room, wide receiver room. Why can't you find the all-pro wide receiver? And this is what Eric DaCosta had to say. If I had an answer, that means I would probably have some better receivers, I guess. We keep trying. We've never really hit on that all-pro type of guy, which is disappointing. But it's not for lack of effort. It's one of those anomalies that I really can't explain other than to say we're not going to stop trying. 
Yeah, well, one of his wide receivers, Rashad Bateman, who can never stay healthy or hasn't stayed healthy the two years since he's been drafted, he went on social media and basically said, stop blaming us, you know, blame the people that you hired. He didn't have any clarity as to who he was referring to, whether it was his former offensive coordinator or whether it was, as one of our callers mentioned, the strength in conditioning coaches. And then he deleted the tweet and he apologized. Because you shouldn't call out your boss. This is not the WWF. This is not Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon. This is the real world. Call out your boss and you get fired for real. You don't get a chance to come through and give him a Stone Cold stunner. And I guess somebody told uh, Rashad Bateman that. And that he should just probably relax. Speaking of relaxation. Last week, I did something that I typically don't do or have the time to do. I went to the movies. I did. I went to the movies last week, and I saw a screening of Creed 3. I'm not a movie guy, as you can probably, probably tell if you've heard the conversations between Shep and I. Shep, you love movies. I'm not... I'm not a huge movie guy, man. I, I love movies because a lot like sports, you never know what's going to happen. Um, and life imitates art all the time. And I oh. really like seeing art. And make no mistake about it, obviously we're not talking painters. We're not talking sculptors. We're not, we're not talking those who you know, do oil on canvas. But to, to watch um, individuals, whether it's Denzel or Will Smith or... Daniel Day-Lewis just completely transform into another character. That's fun. And the guy that you uh, talked to, Michael B. Jordan, he's, he's among the finest actors of his generation. I'm not just saying that because he's coming on your show tonight. He is. It's, it's pretty awesome to see what he has done over the course of his career. I remember seeing Michael B. Jordan for the first time, like most people, on The Wire. He was Wallace. He was one of the the neighborhood boys, and I, I, he 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 had the braids. I will remember him as Wallace, and to see his growth over just I don't know over the past twenty years is is pretty awesome. I didn't see the movie. I remember him. I think he was the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four, and then he was he was Creed. He was Creed, as we know. Everybody knows about Rocky and. We got a spinoff into the Creed franchise, Adonis Creed, the son of Apollo Creed. I think most of us have probably seen Rocky, maybe one of them, at least once or a million times. And the reboot that they've done for a new era, a new generation, is awesome. And so I'm a huge sports fan, as you can probably tell. I wouldn't be sitting here doing a sports show every night. We don't talk about it a lot. I'm a huge boxing fan. I love boxing. I know a lot of the promoters. I know a lot of the fighters. It was only, what, December. You know, I was hosting one of the events for Javante Tank Davis uh, for Showtime in D.C. I love people getting punched in the face as long as it's not me and as long as it's sanctioned. I'm not an advocate for unsanctioned violence. Now, having said that, I've seen every Creed movie. I went to the red carpet for Creed back in 2018 in New York City. And they had a big red carpet here last week. Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors, Tessa Thompson, who plays his wife now, his love interest, 
Jonathan Majors is is his opponent, his antagonist in the film. Uh, they grew up together, unfortunately, not under the best circumstances. Jonathan Majors is is away in prison. He's incarcerated. He comes out, and he's ready to fight. He's ready to pick up where he left off. And when you think about the success that Adonis Creed had in the movie, you know, Jonathan Majors, his character, he feels a way. He's like, man, I was a better fighter when we were kids, and you kind of ditched me, and now I'm out. And he wants what Adonis Creed had, was a championship. And he's willing to go get it in any way possible. I can tell you for a film that is about boxing or fighting, there's so many deeper just stories in it that you have to love and appreciate. This is one thing I love about boxing in general is that it's, it's relatable. It's the, the training aspect of it, the preparation. Like you can look at life, and I think you understand this if you're old enough. Life is a fight. You're going to have your ups. You're going to have your downs. Nobody walks away unscathed. Nobody goes one million and oh, you're going to take losses. Every day, every month, every year is a different round. What are you going to do to keep going, to have more wins than losses? And that's what makes this story with Creed even more impressive as it dives deeper into just emotions. It has every emotional touch point. I mean, Michael B. Jordan and Tessa Thompson, their daughter in the film, is deaf. If you saw the first two films, you know that already. And so this film has a little bit of it all. And so last week, amongst all of the media moving around and press conferences and junkets and red carpets, etc., I stopped by a special press conference that Michael B. Jordan was doing. It was for HBCU students here in Atlanta. Uh, Not just Atlanta. These students came from all over the country, historically black colleges and universities, and they had a chance to hone their skills in front of Michael B. Jordan. I went to go check it out, and as a part of that, I, I guess I was the professional in the room. If anybody wants to consider me a pro and not just some dude who talks for a living, I asked Michael B. Jordan specifically in a gigantic room with plenty of people, quite a few questions. They said, hey, you, you talk to him first. You're JR. And I'm like, okay, whatever, fine. And I asked him, amongst all of the messages in this film, what is the biggest message that you wanted people to walk away with if they go see Creed? This is what Michael B. Jordan told me. I want to feel like an origin story, you know, a sequel and a trilogy all in one film. Uh, and, and, and to do so, we had to go back into Adonis' past, which I feel like uh, to that, those childhood traumas, you know, those, those moments that really shaped us as, as people, as humans. And, um, and, and that's something that I wanted to universally talk about, you know, um, how we carry around that trauma, that baggage, um, which sometimes is too painful to address. You know, sometimes we ignore it, we go over it, you know what I'm saying? But we try to push forward. But, you know, we're not our full selves. You know, you have to go through something painful. You have to address those things. It's okay to talk about it. You know, I think it's okay to talk about your past. It's okay to talk about uh, things that are uncomfortable for you. Um, and we had Adonis go through all those things. Um, and show what it looks like when you don't talk, you know, mm-hmm. and what could happen and how that affects people around you, not just yourself. Um, and, and at the end of the day, um, you, know, you know, we love these characters so much because I think it represents an underdog nature, you know, in all of us. I think life's hard, you know, it throws obstacles at you. You're damn right life is hard. Life throws obstacles at you. 
the, I, there wasn't a moment in that film that I didn't feel some type of emotion where I'm like, I can relate to that. That's familiar. Well, that reminds me of this. It hit every note. This is also Michael B. Jordan's debut as a director. He didn't just act. He directed his co-stars. He directed the film. And this is part of his growth process. It's amazing. And the cool thing about it is he's taking people with him. He's opening up doors for other people just by not just acting, but by going out and providing opportunity. I told you about his daughter in the film. She is amazing. In the film, her name is Amara Creed. Her real name is Mila Davis Kent. She is absolutely amazing on camera. Uh, She is deaf. Uh, She is someone who encourages other people to learn American Sign Language, ASL. And she was there as well. And I asked her specifically to be involved in this film. This is her first feature debut. Amazing job she did. I asked, why is it important for people to see someone like you on camera, on film, in the movies, Her response via her interpreter was absolutely amazing. Listen to this. For me, inclusivity, what that means is that, you know, deaf people and black deaf people especially can see this movie and realize that there's representation and that they can do anything they put their mind to. They can be like anybody else. Those who aren't black, those who are hard of hearing, any other community, those who are hearing, Even though there's differences between the hearing and deaf community, I think this film shows that anybody can do what they put their mind to. So inclusivity means that we are really a part of it. And we want deaf people to look at this and feel inspired and feel proud to be part of the deaf community. You guys can do it. Sometimes people look at deaf people and say, let's just push you to the side. You don't know what to do. And sometimes we feel, you know, not not seen, not understood. But in this movie, I think that it's going to show and help other people to realize that we are just like you. And hearing parents who have deaf children should learn ASL for their children. That is going to make a better life for your kids. That's going to make it easier for your families to communicate and everyone to feel important and united. You never thought that you'd see a movie about big, strong, tough guys punching each other in the face You never thought that you'd come out with a message. Come away inspired. It was a good film. I I will see it again. I hope they make another Creed. And Jonathan Majors is absolutely amazing. Uh, Between Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors, they both, I think these guys consumed 6,000 calories a day, exercised multiple hours a day to get the physiques that they had for this film. And so from the acting, Tessa Thompson is in there. There are so many cameos from other boxers. Uh, Canelo Alvarez is in the film. Uh, I won't spoil some of the other names who kind of pop up. It's, It's amazing. And Michael B. Jordan to both direct and act in this film, to have representation uh, from you know communities that wouldn't be represented, someone like Mila Davis Kent, uh, Tessa Thompson. It, I can go on and on and on. Felicia Rashad returns in this movie. Final question: I asked Michael B. Jordan, "You did an excellent job directing this. 
You're pulling at all the emotional heartstrings in this film. The film is diverse in its presentation. Why was this important to you? This is what he said. Anybody that knows me and what I'm about and what you know what I'm involved in has always been about diversity and inclusion from, from the jump. You know, that's how I was raised, that's what I was brought up around. That's that's a reflection of the world that I live in, you know. So as I move through spaces where that's not commonly talked about, you know, um, that comes with me, you know. Um, so when it came to, you know, um, the ASL nature and the deaf community, uh, you know, Ryan beautifully touched on it in the first movie, you know, Adonis you know, met the, the love of his life, you know, who's hard of hearing and had progressive hearing loss. And uh, in the second film, they, they started a family and having a child and what parents care about, the child being healthy and the, the, you know, the fact that, you know, their child might, you know, have hearing loss, you know? And the third film, uh, you know, we have an ASL family. And I don't want to talk about it. It's just what it is. You know, this is the life that they live. This is the home they live in. These the, you know, the regular issues a little girl might have at that time. Um, and, and, you know, Mila being the beautiful, you know, deaf actress that she is, she's a natural, you know, she steals the show, every scene that she's in, um, she's fearless, um, nobody's feeling sorry for her, she's not feeling sorry for herself, you know, that was a line from actually the second film, um, and, and, you know, the way I observed her and her family and her, you know, interpreters and, and just, uh, I learned so much, it was such an education, um, and, and I became stronger, you know, through this process. And um, I get strength from her every time I look at her. You know what I'm saying? And she's uh, you know, very blessed to have her in this franchise. Hey, Creed 3 is out on Friday. You might already be in Friday. You may be a couple of hours away from Friday. Take it from the movie guy. And they ain't paying me to say this. Go see Creed. I enjoyed it. And there's a, there's a lot to learn. It's a, a great-paced movie. There's not a point where you go, when is this going to be over? How long is it? I'm hungry. It's a damn good film. And I don't think you could say that about too many trilogies. As you just heard from Michael B. Jordan, he wanted this to be kind of a prequel, going back into the past, but then also another sequel. And everyone involved did an amazing job. Uh, I enjoyed it. And damn it, I may go back and see it in the theaters again. A big shout-outs to, to Michael B. Jordan for taking the time to chat with me. Much love and congratulations to Jonathan Majors for joining the cast. Uh, Mila Davis-Kent, who did an amazing job as a deaf actress here in her first feature film. Go see Creed. The phone lines are open right now. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Hey, a big shout-outs to Gloria and Jeff for helping to make this happen as well. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to take your phone calls on the other side. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What is happening, JR? I've uh, been listening for him a while now. I'll call it a couple times, man. The most sensational voice on the radio is you, JR Sport Brief. No doubt about it, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Thank you again, Jason. 
Jeff Gloria. Much love to Michael B. Jordan. We had a big Hollywood star, whatever you want to call him, actor, global guy from Newark, New Jersey. I'm almost certain he's from Newark. I know he's from New Jersey. Shout outs to Brick City. Came through and dropped some knowledge on his new film, Creed 3. If you missed the, the conversation, if you missed the questions that I posed to him, you can go ahead and hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. It's a, it's a cool franchise. To think that we were able to stop making Rockies and move towards Creed and a different ecosystem based off of Rocky, and, and it's pretty cool. I never, I was like, man, Rocky's done. Okay, we done. And then we got Creed. And I wouldn't be surprised if we get more. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ramon is calling from Indianapolis. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, uh, good, good evening tonight to you, JR. Thanks for my call. Uh, I'm definitely going to go see. I got one quick question, and then I'll get to my comment. Can uh, Is it uh, uh, appropriate for under uh, 17? Oh, it is. It is. Okay, okay, good. I'll, I'll, I'll take my grand, grandsons then with me. Um, no, it's a, it's, co- great, mm-hmm. it's a great story. You, you, right. You'll sit down and, will you sit down and watch a boxing match with him? Yes, yes. Oh, so, yeah, he can de- go take them. It's, there's a great, as you just heard from, from uh, Michael B. Jordan, there's a great story in the film. There are multiple stories and lesson in the film. It's it's something for everybody. What what else you got? Oh, What's up? Okay, good. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I coached third and fourth graders and I played uh college high school and college baseball and tore my foot up and you know, glad I did stay in school cuz I'm a healthcare professional and that's taking care of me for the rest of my life, but what right. I tell all of them is <clears throat> most of you guys never going to play pros. That's not the purpose of sport. The purpose of it is to learn failure. I coach soccer, baseball, and basketball. My first three, two years of coaching soccer, myself, I won three games. Mm. But the fight, and like I had to teach them, it's the fight. It's the, it's the character building. This year, I won the championship in basketball, so now they get the, the spoils, and now they can taste it. So I asked my grandson, I said, of all the losing that happened, <clears throat> what does, what does this winning, how does it feel? And I say, I guess it was all worth it. And that's life in a nutshell. You're going to get punched, beat up, knocked around. But then those victories, when those victories come, you take it. And then lastly, with the diversity thing you talked about, that's very important. I was conversating with my boss the other day. And in the workplace, people, diversity, diversity, equity, and inclusion is a thing. Some people are taking it out. Some companies are taking it out. Some companies are struggling with it, but we're strong. We're only as strong as the differences between us, and we need to embrace those. I'm happy to see it. Film shows it, and I think it doesn't carry on in the regular life like it should. But I'm hoping one day, with films like this, that that diversity is just not banter for those that may not understand it. I coached eight different people that were not black, and I'm an African-American man. And eight of the ten on my team were not African-American. And they all embraced me and loved me and treated me just like I was their own dad. That's what we want out here in this life. That's why I'm going to take them to see Creed 
Thanks, sir. I'll take my call. Thank you, Ramon, for calling from Indianapolis. Go get some water, too, man. He typically, I, I hear from him every now and then. His voice never sounds like that. Go get some water. Yeah, diversity and inclusion is, is awesome. Uh, there's some people who get scared about it. I don't know why. I mean, people will go, oh, it's, it's dangerous. Oh, you keep talking about the separation. No, because it's real. It's existed. There's no eraser that, that has changed that. And to be honest that it exists and that we're better to acknowledge it, it actually brings us together. It's not a dividing thing. It's, it's important. We are all better if we get into places and do things and experience things, people, places, that we're not used to. It's simple as that. You know, we have Bernie Williams on from the New York Yankees. I think last week, two weeks ago, Bernie joined us, and he said it perfectly. He's like, hey, yeah, diversity and inclusion, it's not charity. It's not just giving something away to somebody, but it's just giving them a chance and an opportunity. And it makes everybody better. Uh, you know, we were talking about Mike McCarthy. Uh, last break, before we, we, we heard from Michael B. Jordan and Mila, we were talking about Mike McCarthy and, and Greg Roman and Kellen Moore. How many damn coaches can we recycle? We just going to recycle everybody all the damn time? It's always good when we have new voices and new thoughts and new perspectives and new opinions. We all do better that way. 855-212-4CBS. Mike is calling from Cleveland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Mike? Oh, great program. You know, I never met you, but you paint a picture on the radio where you, like, you include us, and then we paint a picture back, and we, we think in our mind back, and you bring us right there. What a great job you do. And, and speaking of diversity, if you ever in the Cleveland area, they just built a brand-new um, center here called the um, Frederick Douglass uh, Recreation Resource Center. It's a brand-new $20 million facility that's opened up about two months ago, and I've been going there getting this uh, 40-foot uh, jacuzzi whirlpool. Okay. 40 yards, 40 yards, by 40 yards, and I walk in it. But I'm seeing all the children, the ages, the races are coming in there. And you, uh, if you're ever in the Cleveland area, I want you to come to the Frederick Douglass Recreation Resource Center. It just happened, opened up two months ago. And you will see the best thing that I think the world needs, what you're describing on the radio. What a beautiful okay. thing. And, and keep up the good work. Well, you, you, you are inspiration over okay. the radio waves because you thank paint a picture. You, you paint a picture to us at home to actually feel and, 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 and want to know what you're doing. What a well, great job you do, sir. Well, thank you, Mike. I'll be up to Cleveland when it gets warm. It's still cold, right? No, believe it or not, uh, it was 60 yesterday. Man, it was 80 degrees here in Georgia two days ago. Okay, Mike? Yeah, we we uh, we, we we only have maybe an inch of snow. I don't know what happened oh, okay. this year. I, don't I you haven't bring seen snow with you in June. I, I haven't seen, that, I haven't seen snow happen, here. I haven't seen snow in a minute. I'll be up to Cleveland soon, Mike. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. I ain't trying to say, Shep, didn't you just see snow in New York? Yeah, like three days ago. I ain't trying to see no. Did it snow in Atlanta? Probably not. No, the pipe. No, it did. It did. Yeah, the pipes were bursting all over the place uh, before the holidays. All types of pipes bursting, and it was pipes bursting in the airport. Hey, shout-outs to everybody at Hartsfield-Jackson. I know y'all listening. I know you are. All them Delta mechanics and the bag people down there. I see y'all. 
855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We talk about sports movies. What, what am I supposed to do? Life is like a fight. Hey, Marco, you, you like the Rocky franchise? You like them Rockies? Absolutely. Love them all. Did you see Creed? Did you see the first two? Love the first one. Uh, second one was okay. The first one was tremendous, though. Looking forward Listen, to the third one. This third one is is crazy, Marco. Go check it out. I definitely want to do it. There is, uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's not one of them that I haven't seen. So I'm definitely looking forward to this one. Yeah, this is a, it's a, it's a fun one. And as you guys know, I don't know squat about movies. Yeah, that still confuses me, but um, well, 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 I'm going to let go. What confuses you here? Well, because there's a lot of just like regular movies. It's just, it's strange to me that you've never sat and just really watched movies. It's weird to me. Uh, no, I got to be I fair. I watch movies. No, just... not really. From what it sounds like, you don't really. It's like one or two a year, it sounds like, and that's strange. I don't go to the movie theater like that. You don't, you don't have to go to the theater, because I'll be fair. As I've gotten older, I used to go all the time when I was younger. You get older, there's too many things to do. It's hard to carve right. out the time. I get it. But and you're telling much... me you're not sitting in front of the TV sometimes just watching stuff in the middle of the night? No, I'm here. I know that, but when you're, when you're <laughs> off, when, 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 when work, the show ends. I work six days a week. I, I know that. Um, I'm, I'm aware. But there are no times where you sit in front of the TV? Yeah, maybe for 30 minutes. Most of the time, the television is on. It's just sports there, you know? Yeah, I know that part. Say, I think, you know what this is? What? You travel a little too much. I think that's I think that's what it is. You don't have enough time to just sit and watch a movie. I think you need I, to relax more. I listen, I listen to the radio. When I'm home, the radio is on, or there's some sports or news on in the background, or I'm sitting in front of the computer like a schmuck. Yeah, you got to – see, this is actually probably smarter – then this is why you're smarter than I am. I spend way too many times where it's in the middle of the night and where I'm not working, and I should be asleep to try to catch up on all the sleep that I've lost. And instead, I'm staring blankly at a at a TV screen, watching some of the movies that I haven't seen, so I try to catch up. What's watching you back? What What's watching me back? Yeah, I, what What do you want? A movie in particular? A show? Like- no, whatever. It uh, depends on uh, if there's something I seek out. Most of the time, it's blindly what's ever on TV, which is the worst way to do it. Because then you wind up watching either gems where you catch, like, the awful movie, like you and I both like Ricochet. You'll get those oh at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, which is awesome and terrible wow. at the same time. So there's too many times where I'm sitting there staring at that. Predator. Now, see, Predator's a great movie. That's not a bad movie. That's a great movie. Oh, my God. I mean, but I Commando like Predator... is a great bad movie. Who? Commando. That's also Commando. Schwarzenegger. I, I, don't, I didn't watch that one. See, that's, again, that's in the category of awesome but terrible. Yeah, I didn't see. I, I saw Rambo a million times. I don't remember damn Rambo. I... First Rambo, tremendous. The rest of them, good and terrible. Judge Dredd. Great and awful. Oh, that was a terrible one. Let but, me relax here. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, there are some movies that you just watch. There's a, I mean, Nicolas Cage made a career on this. They're good, but they're terrible at the same time. I couldn't tell you uh, a full Nicolas Cage movie I've ever seen. Oh, come on. I know him. I face off. Uh, yeah. Con Air. Con Air. Con Air. Great, terrible movie. I never, I've never seen one of his movies all the way through. I uh, see so you're missing out. Hey, I am. It's all good. You got to catch up Creed. on that. I saw Creed, so I'm good.
It's the JR Sport Brief Show with CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side. Uh, we got an NBA game just end. We got a lot to do. I'll take more of your calls on Creed and films, all that good stuff. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking about you personally, I think you're terrific. I really do. I'm a devotee of sports radio, 70 years old, all over the country. I've listened to a lot of them, and you're right up there. You really do a great job. I appreciate you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We got a lot of callers on the line. If you're on the line, I'm going to get you on the air. We've been talking about Creed. We had a conversation with Michael B. Jordan. He talked about the movie. And now I'll talk to you. I think the movie's great, has a lot of amazing themes. Uh, we got a lot of people on with a lot of opinions about everything. I don't care what it is. So let's go ahead, 855-212-4CBS. Uh, let's go ahead and talk to, whoa. Let's go to Arkansas and talk to Buck Nasty. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Good. Pleasure to be on the show. I listen to y'all all the time. I drive a truck, so I enjoy the show late night. No problem. That's what we're here for. Thank you. Uh, I just want uh, the Creed movies, man, are great. I haven't had a chance to watch the newest one, but I'll definitely be watching it. You know, I'm a huge Rocky fan, and it worked seamless into, you know, the Creeds, and first two were great. Enjoyed them. I'm sure this one's going to be great, too. Okay. Well, take my word for it. It is Buck Nasty. You, with a name like Buck Nasty, you go to the movies. You're by yourself. Yeah, yeah. I kind of sit off in the corner. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> okay. You don't sound well, like and, a, he doesn't. Jared doesn't sound like a Buck Nasty though. He sound. What does he sound like? He's like a good dude. I, yeah. I am a good dude. I am a good dude. So can we can we change your name from Buck Nasty to Good Dude? How about that? I'll be good, dude. Yeah, next time you call up, just say, hey, this is a good dude from Arkansas. All right, all right. Okay. And also, I, I'm with you on the new coaches, man. We got to do something, especially like coordinators at least, man. Get some new faces. There should be some 35-year-old, you know, players fresh out, some new ideas and that are connected to the game, man. It's just you're watching it, and, and none of the coaches that they say are new great minds really produce anything. It's just the same – well, they get they get recycled. I mean, well, you, for for instance, Rand Carthen just became the general manager of the Tennessee Titans. He's he's forty two years old. He used to play. He was a running back. Didn't have a, a lot of success, but he he did suit up in the league. Um, and now he's been an executive for the better part of of twelve years. So it's it's always good when you get new voices and new thoughts. I, I feel like the NFL more than than any place else just hits the wash, rinse, and repeat on the same voices, coordinators. These dudes go from 40 to, like, it feels like 70 and 80. It's like, just, And it shouldn't be. Like, especially yeah. the NFL, you got to be in 
you got to be connected to those players. You got to like be with the times and stuff. You got to know who you're talking to. And it's just, it's like a complete disconnect. Yeah, it is. Well, thank you. Good dude. Appreciate you. Hey, I appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> no doubt. Shout outs to formerly Buck Nasty, now known as the good dude calling for calling from Arkansas. 855-212-4CBS. Larry's here from San Diego. What's up, Larry? What's up, JR? How are you, my man? A good man. What's up? I was just calling because I actually, ironically, I was driving home and I was listening to the show and I can't remember where the gentleman was from. He was a coach and talking about diversity. And for me, I'm an island kid. I'm Dominican. We in America have taken sports and made them for wealthy people to play when in the rest of the world, the sports that are played around the globe are meant to be played on the streets where you learn the essence of getting hurt or you learn the essence of teamwork and you get diversity because it's not about where are you from? It's just, I want to go play on the streets with my friends and we're playing soccer today. And I think we've lost that in the States where everything has to be organized. It costs money. There's never a pickup game anymore on the streets. Um, I don't know. Let me know your feelings. You know, like I coach high school boys lacrosse and it's, you know, having these conversations, the first conversations I have with them is about what they played at Fortnite or what video game they're playing. Or they're asking me if I play call of duty. And I said, when was the last time you guys rode a bike down the street? Yeah, take your ass outside. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I think yeah. and I think we've lost that. Yeah, I don't think with technology it's going backwards. I think we can always mm-hmm. encourage it. Uh, th- we'll, yep. We will have elements of go outside and play. Uh, wait until somebody's kid is playing fetch with a robotic dog. You know, I mean, yep. it's 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 coming. It's inevitable. We can't do anything about it, but we can – we can certainly still try to instill those values as, as much as possible. Uh, I, I'm thrilled in the era that I grew up in. I remember sitting outside uh, playing with, with ants and leaves and running yeah. around and tearing my knees up on concrete playing basketball. I, 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 missed, I just missed the boat of playing yep. video games against somebody who I have no idea who the hell they are, and I got no interest in it. Uh, but it's uh, – it's important. I think the work that you do is important. I think anyone who works with, with, with children and young adults to help shape their minds, to help expose them to the world, I think that's what we all need. There are too many people who grow up and have their minds in a, in a silo. Um, mm-hmm. It's always good to, to bring in different information and perspectives that you wouldn't be exposed to. It's like anything else. You grow with friction. You, grow, mm-hmm. you don't grow in the most ideal, pristine places, your brain gets stagnant. That's anything. Larry, kudos to you, man. Thank you, brother. I pre- No doubt about it. I think I cut him off. My bad. 855-212-4CBS. Matt is calling from Cleveland. What's up, Matt? Hey, man. hey Matt, you're live. Hey, appreciate you taking my call. Sure. Uh, uh, you know what? There's a reason why there's a... Yeah. All right. There's a reason why people aren't playing pickup games anymore, and John Moran's what? the one. Wait, uh, hold on. Hey, Shep, I, I had to put that guy on hold. I was afraid of where the hell that was going. There's a reason people aren't playing pickup games anymore. He goes, John Moran. Well, he didn't I even mean, get John's name right. Should I? What did he call him? He says John Moran. 
Okay. Should I fill in the blanks? Was he going to say John Morant is scaring away children? Like, is that what's coming? <laughs> Should I ask him? Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we got a dumb button. Okay, hold on. Hey, Matt, what, is, what does John Morant have to do with pickup games? Tell us. He's threatening kids? Well, he... He 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 beat he, allegedly allegedly he he punched that kid in the face thirteen times or whatnot. Right. But this that's that I wasn't even I wasn't even going to go there because. But that's what you so what does pickup games have to do with John Morant? He beats up all the kids all the allegedly. Kids, allegedly. Well, allegedly is one of them. I had to put him on hold again. John Morant is allegedly beating up all the kids at pickup games all across America. That's why we have no pickup games. Allegedly. Shep, should I try again? Why not? In the spirit of creed and never giving up. (laughs) Go ahead, Matt. We've been inspired by Michael B. Jordan. Go ahead, quickly. Hey, sorry, man. Um, But, yeah, the whole whole John Moran thing, you know, it is what it is. Um, That's not why I called it. I called called to talk about the Cavs. Hey, I gotta, I gotta go to commercial. And Matt, I'm sorry, Matt. I had to let Matt go. Come on, Matt. You telling me about pickup games and John Morant, and it took, it took us three minutes to get there, and now you want to tell me about the Cavs? What about them? I was more entertained when you told me that John Morant was allegedly beating up kids all across America, or did I say that? I think I said that for no reason. You, know, you, you had to paraphrase for him because it took him a minute to get there. I had to help him loop it together. Yeah. Maybe he's enjoying the weekend before the rest of us. <laughs> that's, that's possible, isn't it? People, it is the weekend. No, you're right. Damn it. Every day is the weekend. So proclaimed by JR of the JR Sport Brief Show. It's the weekend. Don't do anything. Don't go to work. Tell your boss. I can't say that. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, I'm going to get some more of your calls. And then we're going to talk about somebody else dissing a boss. What's going on here on CBS Sports Radio? Don't move. 